Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 4K. It's the Laurie and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, everything in heaven. Thank you for joining us. Let's mention real quickly uh, that we are going to do this again this year. My Talk saves your bleep for Valentine's Day, giving you the listener. Impossible to get reservations in some of the best places in the Twin Cities. Uh, Meritage, Meritage, whatever you prefer. Uh, the Grand Cafe, Bird Steak, and the Lexington. What we're asking you to do, and you go to the uh, MyTalk website, use the keyword Valentine. We want 200 words or less, no novels, about how the sp- plants for Valentine's Day got completely screwed up, okay? And then a secret panel of judges... We'll pick four winners, one to be announced on each of the shows on Valentine's Day. Okay, so go to the My Talk website, give us your story, 200 words or less. Okay. Right. Thank you. It's yep. a working assignment. It is. It is. We expect to hear some very creative responses. All right. So uh, last night in Paris was the uh, Parisian debut of Fifty Shades Freed. Cameron Matheson was standing outside of the Paris Opera House. Okay. Um, Dakota Johnson looked lovely on the red carpet. Yeah. I liked the I liked the white calendar. I thought it was pretty. Yeah, you know what? It always looks like she just fixed her hair in the back of the she limo. Totally, her, is, she's a disheveled gal. Her hair is just tragic so much, and the bangs of doom that she has to sport as Anastasia to look young <laughs> and twenty one is yep. also really. But yeah, she's in a floor length sequin uh, gown at the uh, premiere. Donnie posted that. Rita Ora tried to bring her white jumpsuit game, and it would have been perfection if somebody had bothered to hem her pants. Oh, what is wrong with people the, going the pants to are movie billowing. premieres without pants hemmed? That's wrong. Yeah. So anyway, but um, we've got a little uh, GMA audio with Dakota Johnson, who, um, you know, sat down do do the interviews, and of course James Corden had Jamie Dornan. Um, uh, must have been a pre-taped thing um, because they show his playroom in a Fifty Shades of Freed spoof, and Donnie has posted that. That's yeah, we won't give, a, give away what's in the room. What's happening, but let's right. play the Dakota Johnson interview. Okay. And Jamie Dornan's on this, too. Okay. Fifty Shades Freed, Jamie Dornan, Dakota Johnson, they're back. It's their last time, and telling all right here, only on GMA. It's the final sexy, steamy chapter of Anastasia Steele and Christian Gray's love story, Fifty Shades Freed. You may call me Mrs. Gray. We caught up with the movie stars in the city of lights where they shot their characters honeymoon scenes well paris to be honest it was at the end of the shoot we did a week in south of france and a week in paris and it was kind of a, i think i think we had a bit of a holiday it was a bit of a holiday but not everything in the movie was quite as easy follow. these driving scenes for instance she's a maniac a driver she's a really good driver and uh but the first couple of times we did that and you sped off. And they were like, can you keep it at like 50? And you literally got to like 120 in, like, in four seconds. I grew up around a lot of dudes and a lot of like motorcycles and cars and I like them. Turn around. 
Also hard work, getting camera ready for those famed risque scenes. We're going to the playroom. It's so annoying. He truly eats whatever he wants. He just will like jump around for 15 minutes and then like eat a, a roll of bread stuffed with like cheese and potato chips and then like six candy bars and then take off his shirt and it's rude. While the Fifty Shades films are known for their racy romance, the stars admit in real life they may not quite measure up to their characters. Because I'm married, I feel like I'm a romantic, like it's a, as romantic a gesture as you can do, really, is get, get married. I'm romantic, I think. Yeah, but, like, you do nice things. I do lovely things all the time, but maybe they're not I nice. I said nice. You said lovely. <laughs> I up upgraded. And three films later, now at the end of the journey, Dakota says the movies are about a lot more than sex. Well, I think the message truly is about is about being true to yourself and honoring yourself with grace and vulnerability and still being able to be powerful and, and say what you want and what you need, but respect yourself in the process. So you want to play? Yes, sir. <laughs> they have the worst... No, I think chemistry. she's so funny, though. No, but they have the worst chemistry for giving answers. We knew that the first time we ever saw them sit on a couch. I thought they did better. I, Lori, I thought they were kind of cute today because she's like, um, you upgraded yourself from doing nice things to your wife to saying, oh, I do lovely things for her. I thought she was cuter. Yeah. I did today. Yeah. I want to see this one. It opens on Friday. I know, I but I never saw the middle one. Doesn't matter. No, no I don't think true. so. It I doesn't hated matter. that middle book. Yeah. I really hated the I middle book. I never finished the third book. But I finished least, the third one. The middle one. At I least on like, this one, you're going to go to Paris. You're going to go to London. You're going to see some good spanking scenes. We you're saw the see cool some, Audi car that they're driving. We saw it parked. He's going to the movie for the cool Audi car, Julia. They're I'm going for the tickling and the spanking. I'm just saying we saw it in L.A. when we were there. Yes, you made me take a picture. I and did. you know nobody retweeted that sad well, photo. who cares? <laughs> I know, but you know, I mean, I was like, No one go, retweets go, a lot of your sad you things. Go, you go. Boy. There's the Fifty Shades oh, of Grey yeah. card. And I'm like, how do you even know that that's that card? Take a picture. People are going to want to see that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, God, Lori. <laughs> okay. Really? Really? Oh, oh, look at the time. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying those two really cannot. Thank God they spark on the screen together because they don't spark in an interview together very well. Well, they believe that this Fifty Shades Free is going to heat up movie going in North America multiplexes this weekend. Oh, it mm. definitely will. They, It's pegged to dominate with about a $33 million You did not opening. just say it's pegged to dominate. It I think she, did you read that? Did you mean that? As the finale, that that pun? As the finale of the erotic trilogy is pegged to dominate right. with about thirty-three well, million. Well, somebody wow. say, I remember when I had to explain to you in the car what pegging was. Remember that we Lori, were listening to the Playboy Channel. I really do. In and LA, I, have, I would scream. We like, she <laughs> screamed out loud when I told her. I screamed <laughs> out loud. Somebody yeah. that's writing that copy for variety <laughs> is having some fun. Having so you're not going to go to it. Would you well, watch it? I mean, yeah, I would. I don't know if I'd go to the theater to but it, you'd but you'd watch it at home. Watch it at home. Yeah. But maybe I'll go to the theater with it. I mean, Casey would never go with no. me. No, this is but a girl. This he is would go like to watch it at home with me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because okay. this one looks good, though. Here's a little interview. Remember Tim Matheson 
from Animal House. Loved him. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. 70 years old now. I can't believe it. He was the one that my cucumber's bigger than that one to the dean's wife. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And of all, and he's... I loved him. He had such a twinkle in his no, eyes, a naughty the, boy. He's in the West Wing, too, for a while. Yes, oh. he's been acting since he was 10 years old. He's worked with Lucille Ball and Jackie Gleason. They were two of his favorite people. He's, of course, best known as Eric Otter Stratton yep. from Animal House yep. 1978, which celebrates its 40th anniversary that movie is are you kidding me no and he says he knew right away the movie was going to be something special he told confidential thought it was the funniest script i'd ever seen i fought desperately hard to get in and almost didn't make it he said uh john belushi who would die uh four years later of a drug overdose was on his best behavior during the filming he said director john landis was a taskmaster and i heard that he allegedly told Belushi, no drugs. Don't you dare do any drugs on this set. I know in 1941, he got into a place where he wasn't on his best behavior. And he said, listen, John Belushi was the life of the party. He was the funniest, warmest, oh. sweetest guy in the room. And everybody wanted to get high with him. This was the 70s. Everybody wanted to party. And one of the ways everyone thought was cool was here, have some cocaine. That's how people were back then. Yep. And he also was just in Jumanji, I guess. Oh, he was? In that movie. And Tim he, Matheson. He did dabble. He said cigarettes, cocaine. They had their way for me for a little bit, and then they dumped me. Then they left me. He also said of all the actors uh, that he's worked with in his 60-year career, Chevy Chase was the most difficult. They worked on the movie Fletch. Oh, oh, and yeah. I loved that We've movie. We've heard Fletch. that about him. He yeah. just seems yeah. like a just a Dinkus Moranis. Yeah. He said che- uh, Chevy could be difficult, but Chevy was a very troubled person. He was getting sober during Fletch, but I've seen him when he's not been on his best behavior. And uh, anyway, so he's. Uh, is it really the fortieth? Okay, yeah, so I went on is. a date with that yeah. to that movie, and my mom drove us down to the Skyway Movie Theater, downtown Minneapolis. That's where I saw And I, I was a very uncomfortable, uncomfortable place to be a young woman on a date. Yeah. Because in, in with big movie, boobs. Yeah. yeah, with big boobs with and big the raciness of that oh, movie. Yeah. And just try? watching the arm come around oh. the back of me, watching it come around the back of me. What is going to happen? Is that oh, arm God. killing you? I mean, oh, remember God. those first dates, oh, like, like when you're really young and... Julia, I was shrinking back because there would be oh. nothing to touch because, as you so eloquently oh. put it a couple of weeks ago, my pickle jars hadn't come in yet. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Didn't somebody fondle your elbow once, Lori? No. That wasn't you? No, I thought, the, okay. no. I thought it was her breast? No, yeah. no. Where's the nipple? Yeah. That's <laughs> awfully big. Somebody Where's the nipple? thumbed the front of my chest and flicked it like it was a bick trying like to find something. And, and I was shrinking back because I didn't want him to feel my pantyhose that was stuffing my bra. <laughs> because that oh, was... Yeah. I thought that would be more natural feeling if I did oh, let gosh. anyone fill me up, which I wasn't ready for. No. So I just kept shrinking, falling back, and oh. he just kept flicking. Just every every scene, even though the Animal House was the funniest movie, that bra scene, all the Not, bra scenes, yeah. it's so terrible to be a young oh, yeah. junior was, high girl. It, it, oh, it was terrible. It was rated R, I think. Or was it oh, just yeah. PG? Oh, was no, it, R? it was R. It was oh, R. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe oh, yeah. we were going to something else yes, in a second. Yes, you bought tickets mm-hmm. to something else. We know how that goes. Uh, if you're a fan of Deadpool, Donnie posted the trailer, and the trailer highlights Josh Brolin's character, Cable. Listen, that Deadpool was really fun. It was. It was really fun. I think if it's it's in the same vein of how funny, because it was making fun of these superheroes, mm-hmm. and it was the first time they had... Ryan Reynolds. Um, he made a 
fortune on this. Yes, and it was his idea. Yeah, and it took him a long time to make that movie. It was like eight years or something, yeah, like whatever it, else. It really did. Yeah. All right, listen, we got to go. Elizabeth uh, Reese is joining us for the Dirt Alert, and uh, we've got a good vintage scandal today, something that's been in the news, and people that are old enough know the story, but maybe other people don't know the whole, all the sordid details. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. With us, Hi, time to see. It is nice to be with you. Yes. Boy, do I have a lot of dirt to get to. Oh my gosh! You know, when they do these stars just like us, this is exactly what they're talking about. Sometimes celebrities get into car crashes, and guess what they have to do? They have to exchange insurance information just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. There's no just get out of jail free card. You don't just get to bust out. You are driving a cool car if you're Brad Pitt. Unfortunately, he crashed his Tesla. Uh, This happened on Monday. It became a three-car pileup. He crashed his Tesla into a small silver Nissan, which then hit a black Kia. His car definitely worth the most out of any of those. You think other so? Was it in Beverly Hills or yeah, it was in Los Angeles. Los Angeles uh, so he was spotted exchanging insurance information with the other two drivers. He was, you know, squatting down on the street to take photographs of the damage on the car that he rear-ended. It was near his home in the Los Feliz neighborhood of L.A. And he was smiling and pleasant as he talked to the other two guys. So, you know, that's just what happens. Is, is that the car that Elon Musk yes, shot up to yes, Mars? A yes. Tesla? It's a, a 2008 Tesla. Tesla that's just roaming around in yeah. the sky because it never made it to Mars. Now we know why him and Amber Heard broke up again. No, he doesn't have time. I'm shooting cars into space, yeah. babe. We were joking today, like, there are, there are aliens out there somewhere who are like, well, what in the heck is that? Yeah. I get a new car with a driver. A dummy a, driver. Yeah. I know, the Tesla accidentally overshot Mars and is headed into like an asteroid field or something. Do you something. think that's legal to be just shooting crap up there? You can do whatever you, you want. Whatever you want if with space right. if you've got your own money to Particularly do it. if you're a billionaire in America, uh-huh. everything's legal. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Unfortunately, um, sad but true. Yeah. Uh, but, that, but he does drive a Tesla and Teslas are the coolest and I would like one. That's oh, they really are good looking cars. I would agree. Oh my gosh, an electric and so cool. This is a fascinating social media story. And this is a study for everyone who says that no one cares about the Kardashians. I give you this little statistic. Kylie Jenner's photo of her daughter Stormy is now officially the most liked Instagram photo of all time. Oh, God. Has anyone checked Kim's pulse? That I mean, I'm sure she's on the internet twice well, in a week. Describe what the photo is. So it's the darling little photo of baby Stormy, and you just see her mouth, and then you see the baby's hand curled over her mama's thumb. It's precious. Over I mean, her pink, perfectly manicured nail. What do you think nail? of the uh, porn stripper name? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, Boy, right that name. baby looks like it's full grown already. It's a little, little tight. Eight pounds, nine ounces. So it's a big baby. Yeah, it was a huge baby you're healthy when you're 20 you're very healthy i was almost yeah. a nine pound baby when my mom was 17 oh and yeah. she said she lived on chicken noodle soup and popcorn you're nine? healthy oh, when you're Lord. that young Boy, that's true You'll my mom was 26 baby. when she had me and she was like lived off of watermelon yeah nothing and they i didn't was do nine anything. pounds eight yeah. ounces that's you just will have the, yeah. the younger you are i mean you will you, have we just were a made healthy baby to have babies younger yeah, but, we just yeah, were biologically it's very true biologically. it's so true i know as you get older you're like what am i doing but well, what folks, do we think of kim like would you think that she's having a problem that her, a baby has broken the internet twice in a week she's probably dying because then here's what mama chris jenner so did funny. chris jenner went to instagram and said wow kylie how incredible this is the most liked picture in the history of instagram thank you everyone for the outpouring of love for our precious stormy hashtag blessed hashtag stormy hashtag proud mama hashtag love wouldn't you just call your daughter up and say oh my god that's the most like picture ever you posted on instagram i would like to formally ban hashtag blessed i love you all i'm glad that you're blessed but hashtag i just get tired of all that can i tell you i hate it when people sign their names blessed or blessings yeah no, they do it, and I have someone, yeah, I'm not in that The problem I that I have with blessed, this is a little sidebar, is that when it's like, I'm so blessed that I have this, and then it means, so is someone else not blessed because they don't have it? I don't get it. I'm with you on that well, one. Crap, cr- crap happens to people. Right, folks. Yeah. That's just life. Do you Look watch This Is do, Us. Do you watch This Is Us? I haven't gotten into This Is Us oh. because I want to be in an emotional state where I'm ready to handle it. And when it started, I was pregnant and then had a newborn. And then, you know, I cry at a drop of a hat. So I'm not ready to handle This Is Us, but I will be soon. You will you're love it. You're missing the zeitgeist. You, you're you're going to love it, Elizabeth. I know I'm going to love it. I loved Riverdale. I watched the whole first season. And I've got to find the second season. I love it so much. much. Wait the second season is Where do I find it? Well, Am I going to have to wait? Because the first season it's is on, on Netflix. It's on CW On Demand. Oh, okay. Well, I'll watch yeah, that. Yeah. And then This Is Us. Is, I, is This Is Us in its third season? No, just second. Second. Just second. Okay, I'm going to get on But remember, there's like... It's network TV, so it's like 22 episodes. Yeah, that's really fun. I love that. Yeah. I have been watching the season of The Bachelor, and it's just sucking my soul. Oh, why soul. would you that do that? You really can spend worse. that time so much got better. sent home or whoever that terrible woman Crystal was. was the worst, but she was kind of entertaining. This, this Becca from Minnesota is why I'm watching, because I want to see how it goes on with her. She's from Prior Lake, and I'm just emotionally attached to Minnesotans. Yeah. So I want to see what happens, but he is the worst. Oh. I mean, the, the amount of times that I've said... While I'm watching this, he, I can't believe any of these girls like this guy. He kisses uh. like I envision a lab would kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> Big open mouth, mouth and lapping. It's wet, just, wet, wet, icky. I'm like, there's no. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh it's good. That's true. Um, in other Kardashian and Jenner news, Travis Scott and Kylie are not living together. Why but they're she, happy with their little family. Why would I don't they, get it. He has his own would, place. Why would she name the baby after him? I don't know, because it's a twenty-year-old thing. I feel yeah, like. I don't know what she wanted. But boy, to do. that girl's rich. 
She's totally rich. It's not it, actually. I feel like it's the opposite of the twenty year old. I feel so? like the twenty year old who has the baby with her boyfriend nowadays would be like, "It's going to be my, my name. name. It's going to be my name." She's like really yeah. like uh, uh, rolling old school here by having the, the baby daddy's name, who she's not even married to, and letting the and kid who's have not that even name. living in the house. Yeah, and who just pled guilty to disorderly conduct after well, he was I, arrested for allegedly inciting a riot during a concert in Arkansas. I don't know why she. I just thought. I don't know that they're really together. No, I don't think they are. There's something kind of odd going on here. Absolutely. But then why would she let him have that name? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe her her grandmother told her, you've got to give him the father's name or the baby. You know, like an old, like maybe it's her grandmother that told her that. Maybe. Stormy weather. I know it. I don't know. Stormy. I know. With an eye. With an eye. It Mm -hmm. makes it worse. Mario (laughs) Singer, who was married to Ramona Singer, they were on Real Housewives of New York. And uh, he has now learned that when you're sleeping with a woman who's 30 years younger than you, it's not always roses. And what goes around comes around. Okay, so that's an even more important lesson. Mario was apparently dating this woman. Her name is Casey Dexter. Wasn't she the mistress? She was the mistress. Yep. While he was with Ramona, they'd been together forever. And she's 36 years old. This Casey Mario is 64 years old. So he found so a younger, blonder, so yep, perkier little lady and uh, took her under his wing. Now, uh, they got together in 2013 when he was still married to Ramona. They split in 2014. Their divorce was finalized in 2016. And then Mario said to Casey, apparently, according to an insider, that they were never going to get married and they were never going to have kids. So then she went out and decided to sleep with other people while they were together. And the story is that he busted her cheating on a surveillance camera from their Florida home. Oh. And he gave her eviction notices when she was in bed. Yes. Gave her, gave her 30 days to move out. I didn't know he out. caught her with the surveillance camera. Surveillance camera. Uh, she didn't want to go anywhere because it was her house. He allegedly offered her thousands of dollars to get out of the house, but he never gave her the cash. So then Mario called police after he returned from New York to the Florida house and found her still residing in the home. So the Boca Raton police had to come out and deal with this situation. They had a verbal argument. Nothing physical had taken place. And then these two confirmed that they would be staying in separate bedrooms for the remainder of the evening. And I would then the love to left. be a fly mm-hmm. on the wall mm-hmm. of Ramona's office or bedroom as she's calling Jill Zara and whoever she calls to dish about this one. She is just loving it. Yeah, she loving is. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Kate Upton. This is a follow-up on a story we talked about a, a couple of days ago. You know, she's claiming that the co-founder of Guess, Paul Marciano, uh, sexually assaulted her. She says he grabbed her breast the first time they met to check they were real before Uh-oh. forcibly kissing and touching her. Oh. Oh, in 2010, she was young. She's only 25, you yes. guys. Yeah. Oh. Yikes. Some people are feeling empowered to speak up about the wrongs that have been done to them. And boy, uh, speak up and uh But Steve Wynn had to resign. Resigned. Resigned. I know. Dunzo. Dunzo is right. There well, someone who is not Dunzo is Kenny with the traffic. And when we come back, we have vintage scandal about something, well, scandalous. And scandalous. <laughs> yes. Thank you. The radio home of 15 years of Lori and Julia. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. All right. So, you know, we always think, oh, everybody knows about the Manson murders and blah, blah, blah. But there's still a lot of people, younger people who might not have really any idea. They've heard of Charles Manson. One of the things Charles Manson has 
become more famous than any of the people that, that he, he was involved That's with true. the murder of. And Lori, you told me, like, when I first met you, you just, because I didn't know much about the Manson murders. Yeah. I remember you just on a car trip, just telling me about all Everything. of it. So, so we're just going to revisit the whole thing because yeah. this summer will be uh, the anniversary, the 50th, 50th anniversary of when uh, the, this, the killings happened. There's movies that are being made. Uh, Hillary Duff is going to be in a movie called the haunting of Sharon Tate. That sounds terrible. Quentin Tarantino has a movie that's coming out on the actual date, August 9th. Yeah, that, that Matt Smith movie we talked about yesterday. That's another one. So here, let's go back to August okay. 9th, 1969. Winifred Chapman, a 55-year-old cleaning woman, was the first to discover um, the bodies at 150 Celo Drive in Los Angeles's Benedict Canyon. She walked into hell. Sharon Tate, 26, eight and a half months pregnant, and the wife of director Roman Polanski was lying by the living room couch, stabbed 16 times, a ragged X carved into her belly. Hairstylist Jay Sebring, 35, lay nearby, shot and stabbed seven times. Coffee heiress Abigail Folger, 25, and Wojtek Frykowski, 32, a friend of Polanski's, were sprawled on the lawn. Abigail Folger had been stabbed 28 times. Frykowski had been stabbed and shot twice. Twice. Stephen Parent, an 18-year-old delivery boy in the wrong place at the wrong time, was shot dead in his father's car by the gate. The word was the word pig was smeared on the door in Sharon Tate's blood. The following night, Manson and Charles Manson never actually went to Sharon Tate's house. Or this next house. He didn't? No. The next night, the Manson family killers came for two more in Los Feliz, and they killed businessman Lino LaBianca and his wife, Rosemary. They were bound and stabbed, and the killers left more bloody messages, misspelling one that came to sum up the evil. Helter Skelter was written on the bedroom wall. And now, 50 years later, the man responsible, Charles Manson, died at the age of 83 in prison of heart failure. He was serving nine consecutive life terms. And he also was convicted of two other killings, a musician, Gary Hinman, 34, and a stuntman, Donald Shorty Shea, whose remains were found near the Spawn Ranch where Manson, quote unquote, and his family squatted. And of course, the perversity of Manson is that his infamy did eclipse all the victims. It did. And the loved, all of the people who he was responsible for their deaths, um, like Sebring's nephew said, we we take no joy or comfort from the passing of him. There's no closure. This doesn't bring anybody back. We buried them 48 years ago. And for us, our hearts are with you know, the victims. Mm -hmm. Tate's sister, uh, Deborah Tate, says the families will continue to make sure others convicted of the Tate-LaBianca murders, Patricia Krenwinkel, Leslie Van Houten, and Charles Tex Watson remain behind bars for the rest of their life. Right. Susan Atkins died in prison in 2009. She was one of the Manson Yes, Manson team. girls. D- mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the girls. Uh, Deborah Tate says his different his death makes no difference to me. He never wanted to get out of jail. The other people would like their freedom. They're dangerous. We're going to make sure they never get out. And many suspect the family, the Manson family, of other unsolved Mothers. homicides. Oh. And Manson himself boasted of more victims 
but he's taken those secrets to the grave. The LAPD um, has been exploring since 2012 at least 12 unsolved murders linked to Manson. Um, and it would not surprise them at all if there were other bodies that were buried out there. Vincent Buglosi from Hibbing, who mm-hmm. prosecuted the Manson family mm-hmm. and later immortalized the case in the best-selling book, Helter Skelter, regretted very much that all of the killer's death sentences were commuted when California banned capital punishment in 1972. Buglosi, who died in 2015, said... Manson doesn't mind life behind bars. Right. So when I heard that news, I'm like, Charlie's beaten the rap. And there was truth in that because Manson was 36 when he was convicted, but he lived most of his life in institutions. He was born to an unwed teen mother and he spent his first weeks as baby no name before given his name. His mother was a convicted felon. He never knew his father. At 13, he was sent to the Indiana Boys School for burglary. And by 1951, he was doing hard time for robbery. And he was paroled in 54. He wed a waitress, stole a car, headed with his pregnant wife to California. And then in California, he was in and out of lockup for stealing cars, writing bad checks, He divorced Willis in 1958, married a prostitute, sired another child. Candy Stevens was her name. And in prison, he learned to play guitar and became obsessed with the Beatles. Before being released from prison in 1967, he begged to stay. It was the only home he knew. But Manson walked free into a psychedelic world in 1967, followed thousands of young people up to... Hate Hashbury yeah. in, in, uh, San in San Francisco during the summer of love. The counterculture and the free love, drugs, naive flower children who came with it provided Manson, who by this time is a hardened criminal with easy marks. He grew his hair, strummed his guitar, and used all the ways of a pimp to collect lost souls. One of his one-time followers who had a book out last summer said... I was 14. I needed love and affection and I needed a family. I didn't have one. He perceived that from the get go and he would groom dropouts. People who dropped out from their family for whatever reason, always in the 14, 15, 16, 17 Mm area. He said uh, with sex and acid, then twisted their minds into homicidal paranoia. He was uh, openly bisexual and he used the girls who made up the bulk of the Manson family to scam men out of money and to draw them into the fold. Mm. We were just kids looking for love and attention. A former follower, Catherine Gypsy Share, told the Cleveland Plain Plain Dealer he was everything to us. In the volatile summer of 68, Manson used the girls to befriend beach boy Dennis Wilson, who introduced him to music producer Terry Melcher, son of Doris Day. Manson had rock star visions about himself, but Terry Melcher wouldn't sign him, and Charlie Manson was enraged. Um, Wilson's cousin and bandmate Mike Love told People Magazine in 2016, Charlie was a strange, scary dude with a daunting stare, and Dennis was haunted by what happened for the rest of his life, because what came next was Helter Skelter, Mm -hmm. and it was Manson's vision of the end times, as a twisted interpretation of the Beatles' White Album, and he thought he could trigger the apocalypse and the end of the world 
by killing rich white people and laying the blame on African-Americans. And the first target was that Cielo Drive house. And Manson knew it because Terry Melcher, Doris Day's son, Mm -hmm. lived there with Candace Bergen before... Wow. The Polanskis moved in. Right. And the massacre terrorized Hollywood. Sales of guns, guard dogs, and new locks, because in Laurel Cannon, Benedict Cannon, people didn't even lock their doors. Right. Warren Beatty announced a $25,000 reward for the killer's arrest, but it all unraveled within three months. Cops raided this ranch, arrested Manson, who they found cowering in a kitchen cabinet and (laughs) others and for minor crimes and in jail susan atkins sadie bragged about the murders and two inmates went to the cops family member linda casbian who drove the getaway car turned star witness said i wanted them to stop during the trial Followers protested outside the court, intimidated witnesses trying to kill one with an LSD overdose. Copy Manson, the family member, women burned X's in their foreheads, shaved their heads. Van Houten, Van Houten's attorney, who tried to split her defense from Manson, vanished. His body was later found in the Ventura County Hills. (sighs) The family was long suspected of it. And after the first conviction, more people followed their guru to prison. Lynette Squeaky Fromm was a Manson follower, tried to assassinate Gerald Ford Mm -hmm. in 75. In the end, the family was a pathetic shambles. And of his biological children, they all disowned him. And one of his children even took his own life to escape his father's shadow. The house on Cielo Drive has been torn down. Its address obliterated to discourage ghoulish Tourism. The wow. surviving girls are all old women. Manson left the world a decrepit loser with no family to command. And Deborah Tate um, says the cross in her bedroom. Deborah Tate. Deborah Tate Sharon's okay, yeah. sister, sister said um, she she said the cross in my bedroom still has the flowers. I slipped into Jesus's feet when Susan Atkins died. I cried a tear. Tiran asked forgiveness on her soul, and I did the same for Charlie Manson. But she doesn't want this movie to be made. She thinks it's uh, I agree with her. Tacky, 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 tacky. And she says, Hillary oh. Duff, your incredible opportunity is incredibly tasteless. Yeah. And isn't it like a lifetime movie? No, I mean, it's a. Is mix, it going to be a major I motion picture? Theatrical, oh, theatrical oh, release. Please. So anyway, so well, that I like is, you know knowing that because yeah. It's it's it's, it's nice unbelievable. To it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable right. what mm-hmm. happened. All right, listen, we come back. We've got our favorite headlines of the day. Uh, the good old days, Mac Lamar featuring yes. Kesha singing about First Avenue, but not coming to Minnesota this summer. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. Okay, favorite uh, favorite headline today. Uh, Jennifer Aniston opens the doors <laughs> to her stunning Bel Air estate. She shares with her husband Justin Thoreau. She's the cover of Architectural Digest, the March issue. We love seeing celebrity real estate. $21 million. Dollars. She bought it's it, gorgeous. She bought it seven years ago for $21 million and she said, I look around at my husband and my dogs in our home, and there's nowhere else I want to be. And looking at these photos... I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah. My word. Well, the house something. was designed in 65, and it looks like it's on its own remote 
hilltop in it does. Bel-Air. It does. And, it's um, absolutely gorgeous. She said if she wasn't an actress, she'd be a designer. That was something she and Brad had in common. Yes, they did. They both very much liked the architectural yes. process. They really did. I love when we get to see inside somebody's home. Same. And these She's, are so pretty. Yeah, and it, we only like really see a couple of shots, but still, I'm like, oh... My word, that If view. we picked up an architectural digest, I bet we'd see a few more. Yeah, we are just teasing will. us online. And in every photo, Smart Water is on the counter. Of course. Of course. And she, she's spoofing it, too, with I her know. hands kind of like, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, I mean, it was, I was just like, whoa, that is really beautiful. And I'm not really, like... I'm never going to be one to pick up Architectural Digest, but I'm like, yes, I would like to see how Jennifer Aniston lives. I do, too. Yeah, so thank you very much, Jennifer Aniston. All right, what else do you have for you? Uh, Japan's Princess Mako has postponed her autumn wedding due to immaturity. Okay, so... Oh, God, this is so good. No, well, so in Japan, if you marry a commoner, which she has been dating this guy since college... Okay. They've dated for five years. He's a commoner. You have to give up all, all your title. You don't get to be, oh. you don't get to be princess uh, anymore. He's just a commoner. This right. guy, okay. and they postponed their wedding. And she said it is because of our immaturity, and we just regret it. That was what was said in the statement. I think what it is is your parents said you are not not going to marry this. No. Guy. We're well, too well, how old is she? They're both 26. They've never really dated anybody else. And um, she said they rushed various things and needed more time. They're breaking up is what's I happening. And I think she's brave to admit it. And why the royal sources are saying it's down to um, insufficient preparations and other things. Cough, cough, cough. Maybe I shouldn't settle for the first guy well, that I, I had sex with. with. Uh, that's know? what that's I'm what thinking. I'm and thinking. that's when and she's saying my it's my insecurity, my immaturity. Yeah, and give I'm, up your princess everything. title. Mm-hmm. That would be hard to do. Yeah, so she's had second thoughts. All right. Uh, ben Affleck's dad said Hollywood is a disgusting place, and that is a major factor in Ben's drinking. All right, well, Tim. there's a lot of places there's that a, are disgusting. Yeah, that's right. I don't think that Hollywood is necessarily the worst. The, I mean, it's and living a life of rich wealth, you know, poor thing. Yeah, cry me a river. I think <laughs> yeah, that's just a Timberlake song. It is. Check out Khloe Kardashian's 29 weeks pregnant Instagram portraits. Whoa, what in the name of Kylie Lipkitz is going on? She okay. no longer resembles a, human a real being. person. She looks it's, like an anime blow-up doll. It's terrible. It's terrible. What is, Whatever what she, she did done? to her lips, yeah, she put a permanent thing she in. She did. Are you sure, Lori? Uh, I don't know how. I don't. I don't know. Can you do that with filler? Yeah, I don't know. I don't do filler there. I want to do filler there, but I can't do it. Uh, I think she has permanent lip implants, and now that she's pregnant, maybe her lips are extra swollen. I don't know, but I just think that she looks horrid. Yeah, she's unrecognizable as a Kardashian, that's for sure. Well, and And just she doesn't look healthy as a human being. I mean, I'm so she's so proud of herself and what how hard she worked to get her body in shape and get that all together, and then she ruined to make a super face because she's beautiful. She did not need to do that. She did not. Mm -hmm. It's too bad. Yeah. Uh, Robin Thicke and April Love Geary will name their daughter Mia Love (laughs) Thicke. Or Mia Love Thick, but I like saying Mia Love Thick. I don't. No bueno. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gosh. 
Jeez Louise. You know, she's 23. Well, there and you he's go. 40. Yeah. And they're having a baby girl. And yes, Mia loves thick. Mia loves thick. There's going to be a lot of jokes about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What a day. I feel like we covered so much. And if you want to stay tuned and hear our interview with AJ Finn, uh, a woman in the window, it's the, the best. woman in the window. The woman in the window. Uh, people are still laughing about your reading the Fifty Shades Freed pegged to dominate. They can't. <laughs> Get over it. Well, you were tricked by that. You know, somebody wrote that in the copy. It was brilliant. It was totally brilliant. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward. And take your breath away like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.